This week, uh, we talk about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> this week, the Titans face an extra spicy fright feat and a costume character creation challenge. That's some alliteration. Plus a surprise. <laughs> plus a surprise boudoir. A certain monster makes their return. A surprise in the boudoir. So the words make sense then if you read them. Not if you're as high as I am. Is the riggery obvious? What do you think? We think it's obvious. Some honest critiques from the Boulay brothers yields another monster sent back to hell. That's right. So get into it. It's time for Spooky Nipples. You can see it kind of. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Hello, fuglies We are your goulash ghouls And welcome back to Spooky Seconds That's right if you've been living under a rock and you don't know, the Boulay brothers have launched an all-new season of Dragula Titans. So you got your wish. It's recap time, baby. And this is our second recap, and let's do a little housekeeping up front. First of all, yes. You're not wearing I'm lashes. I'm not wearing lashes. But that is because I am paying homage to season one Dragula homage. winner. Homage. To Vander Von Ott, who does not wear uh, eyelashes. And Go I'm off, also sis. wearing a bat cape inspired by the one and only... Erika Clash. So we're twinsies. You know what? The thing about sewing on sequins is they itchy? get on everywhere. It's itchy as hell. And they're all just, like, they just, they're all stuck to each other. I'm impressed by that. It's lined. Yeah, I know how to... When I have time and I care about something, yeah, I'll spend time on it. I'll so sew. never... Well, this is nice. Right. This was nice. This was hard to make, too. Well, this is nice. I look stunning and sickening. I just wear t-shirts. It's really unfair. I just wear t-shirts when we podcast. Yeah, why don't you blast your peppy nips? <laughs> anyway, okay. We're not here to talk about us. Give the housekeeping. Mama, let's talk about some housekeeping. You know when they knock on the door? And they say, Our Spooky Seconds episodes are now going to be coming out on Fridays. Fridays. Because we realized if they were to come out on Tuesdays, Tuesdays. you would be listening to last week's episode after the new episode had already aired. That's right. We think it's not fair to you. So just a few days ago this week, we did launch our first episode on a Tuesday. a Tuesday. But now we're getting back on track, okay? So it will be on Friday. Friday. From now on Friday. So now Friday is Spooky Seconds, and Tuesday will be our guest interview. And this coming Tuesday, we have the amazing... Carrie Colby. Colby! Also Irish. She's an Irish <laughs> Carrie Cream girl. <laughs> Carrie Colby on the pod. So... <laughs> Can I do an Irish... Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, sure. I think that's of your people. Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> is Ireland technically Middle Earth? All right. So I got to tell you a fun story about Abora. Does it all make sense? Friday recaps, Tuesday guests. That means our videos are going to come out on Tuesday because we're going to do, this is a special recap that we're doing video, but we're going to do the recaps on Zoom. The room still smells of Kenny Colby. It smells lovely and there's glitter in the air. There's glitter in the air because it's everywhere. Okay, and little some little other bit. things that we're going to have to ah. get to. Um, yeah. Listen, Sloppy Seconds. 
we're almost at our 300 episodes. So in order to celebrate, we will be doing a live 300th episode in Los Angeles at the Virgil in Silver Lake on Tuesday, December 6th. That's right. So this is very exciting. We're going to sell tickets. Tickets are available right now. And I will tell you the website is sloppy 300 dot eventbrite dot com and you can buy your tickets for our sloppy live show and we got some great guests lined up that we're keeping a secret that's right great guests drag entertainment sloppy mess interaction with the audience at the virgil it's gonna be fun it's right down the street from the eagle you could come see us and swing on by and throw a fist at it also one more announcement Mama, Fat <laughs> Slut is going to Austin, Texas! <laughs> it's going to be happening on Friday, December 9th That's at right. Cheer Up Charlie's in Austin, Texas. So get your tickets at fatslut.eventbrite.com, Mama. Ooh, they're going to be going fast. We got Kennedy Davenport. We got Louisiana Purchase, Low Tyon, and many, many more talented queens that you're just going to have to wait to find out who they are. But I'd say buy your tickets now. Do you think Kennedy's going to twirl and swirl, baby? She did. Listen, in those emails, she guaranteed me some high kicks. She you said, know I, I mean? will be twirling. I like to say, don't come here and do a ballad, mama. I want to see five minutes of kicking a cop. She's going to give you those kicks. She said, I will give I you I just want to say, I'm proud of you. Why? Fat slut touring the nation. Touring the nation, baby. Next is Norway. <laughs> what if we went? <laughs> if you have any contacts in Norway, hit them up, style. I'd rather do trail. Japan first. Although. I know some people in Tokyo. The Tokyo Eagle? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Would they let me fuck it up there? <gasps> I wonder if... You want to go to Korea? I want to go to Korea. I wonder if Hosa would let us do it at her bar. All right. So now it's time for, after all that housekeeping, spooky, spooky seconds. Last week, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Like Last week, the Halloween house party happened. We met all 10 of the returning Titans. We got chats about Love Triangle, season two rehash beef with Kendra and Victoria, and some classic Halloween looks for the house party. We had guest judges Justin Simeon and Cassandra Peterson, they couldn't afford Elvira, join the Boulay brothers in hell to critique the dolls. Victoria Elizabeth Black won the challenge, no surprise, and the monsters voted for Abora and Erica to land in the bottom and then the boulet said abora and she dropped down to hell and you said why wasn't there flames or something on the screen and then in this episode it is a projection screen but there were no flames so episode two is revenge of the witch and it starts with erica is steamed honey she says someone calls her steamed like a little dumpling yeah and she's she's plucked she's plucked and she's mad about what happened last week she felt like coco and obora were actually in the bottom too now wait a minute with the coco accusation well i loved that because it was like they were like, well, the, the bottom three were Erica, Nabora, and Coco. And Erica's like, no, it was Coco and Nabora. I shouldn't have been in the bottom. Coco said, who now, what now? Yeah, Me? what was that? Why would she say Coco? I, I think Coco was to... like off, but not bad. She's trying to deflect off of herself. 
Um, Melissa points out that Eva, Melissa, and Hoso are still apologizing for her behavior. For Abora's behavior. Yeah, for Abora. It is interesting. Abora's... You were right. I, w- I ro- watched back the old episode, and they were, and Coco and um, Kendra were the only two who were like, why are you all saying apologizing? You can literally say in the room, Abora is my favorite. I have her tattooed on my body. I love her. I'm sad to see her go. But- to act as if you're on the Abora payroll, even when the bitch is not even in the room anymore, they're like still actively defending her. But it's Abora. Here's the thing: is I don't think that you know Abora very well. I'm once aware you get of her. To know, once you get to know her, you would be the same. No. Yes. See, that's the thing. You think no. Well, put me you. put me in the corner with Melissa and Kendra and um, uh, Coco, and I'll sit there being like, "Why are you apologizing for Abora?" Yavska tries to get a word in edgewise, and they won't. Best of luck to you. <laughs> Good luck, girl. It's like sitting on one of our episodes of this podcast. Girl, try, you gotta fight. Try, you gotta try and fight talk with between us. us. But I will say that she did have some very cutting and witty things to say. The other girls were literally just like talking over her. Okay, say what happened next. I couldn't believe this. And then Abora walks back in. I and I liked it, but I understand everyone. And the tweets are people are frustrated. So is Abora? Did she She's like back in? Did she buy ten thousand dollars of the hundred thousand dollar cash prize money, courtesy of Urus? Because is she producing the show? They just walk her back in. She walks right back in after hearing everyone talk shit about her. Um, I did, I, and they called it. A trick or treat. Now, here's my question, and I know this is, this is the day after. This Halloween. is positing too no, much actually, information. No, actually, the episode came, came out, out on, on Halloween, yeah. and they said, "Here's a trick or treat from the Boulets." Smart. But do you think that had it been Erica gone home, they would have brought Erica back? See, I'm curious about this it because it felt like there wasn't anything that was leading us to believe that w- the first elimination was fake. And I will say, I'm a little bit, I feel cheated because now I'm like, okay, well, I've lost trust in the show because now I know that an, an elimination means absolutely nothing. You've done that in the first episode. Especially you said that this means nothing, and we get to trick or treat whenever we fucking want. Then why do I care? What are the stakes? Especially because of how the uh, queen this episode got eliminated, which we'll get to. They get to do whatever they want. So Abora says, Where uh, trick or treat, I'm back. And then there's some sort of veiled explanation of like, it doesn't make sense that someone should go home on the first episode. If that were the case. Then they should have done it at the end of the first episode. It, she should have walked like, out from the thing. It, it, like the cl- it, it felt very hodgepodge. It didn't feel like the plan from jump no, was whoever eliminated first. it felt like it was because it first. was Abora. Yes. 100%. And it feels very obvious. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Time to go up to the main stage. The girls, they get up there. <laughs> we assume it's up there because of the globe. It was up Oh, there. yeah, it's probably it just could like. Be next to. Yeah, the cameras now probably just turn like this. <laughs> so the girls get up on the stage. And what's the challenge this week? The challenge this week is the Revenge of the Witch Challenge. Design and create an original and terrifying look based on the witch theme. Also, as an homage to the Wicked Witch of the West, they will all have to make an original pair of special shoes. And then they have to lip sync to a special song. 
about choose. choose. The minute, okay, can I, wait, where do you, how, can I just say the minute I heard that wow, 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 wow of the shoes song? Because it started out with them in silhouette on like a moon yes. backdrop. And then the beginning of shoes started, I and I got triggered. The, I only heard when the drums hit. That's when I no. I it. know that wow, 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 wow. Because there's a video of me on YouTube way long ago, and we lip synced that song back when it came. Like I was in high school and public high school, so it was my freshman year of high school. And oh, and you said, about. "Mama, I'm 14. Put me on YouTube." Yes. So I'm lip syncing to that with a bunch find of my it, friends. Find, find it. Find the video. Find it. I have very long, curly brown hair. I was triggered by this song. I think it's a terrible decision. It had nothing to do with witches. Like the closest uh, association they could do was like that it was the shoe. And Kelly wasn't even the guest judge. Kelly wasn't the guest judge. It's not like a lip sync song. And then to be judging them based on a a, a parody comedy song. Pull up in that monster automobile gangster. With a bad bitch who came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I mean that. Tonka, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the queen, but. but watch the king conquer. Other way around. You, you, could, you could be, be the, the king, king but, but watch the queen conquer. Okay, first, first things first, first. I'll eat your brain. Then, then I'm going to start walking gold, gold teeth, teeth and fangs. Because that's, that's what, what a, a motherfucking monster, monster do. do. Hairdresser from Milan. That's a monster do. Monster Giuseppe Hill. That's, that's a, a monster, monster shoe. We went all the way there to get to you, monster shoe. Um, So I did not like that. Other than that, I think the witch looks are great. Uh, the Fright Feet will be... Um, okay, let's take a break and we'll get to the Fright Feet. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is. And I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How, what would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up more activities because I love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm-hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Now we're back. Every time they talk about a fright feed, I think they're talking about me when people look at my feet. Well, that's why you got them little pedicures. I can't even make fun of your toes anymore because you're dealing with the problem. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. understand how people do that, India Farah? I- 
I'm on one today. I had a couple <laughs> hits of that Stizzy and I'm litmus. I <laughs> I love watching TikTok videos of dentists just chisel away at caked on plaque. What? It, how does it? I, I know how it gets like that, but it's so wild to me. Uh, yeah. Like some of it looks like they can't even close their mouth. When I when go they to the do dentist, the scraping and you see that the plaque has gone and touched the top, like roof of their roof mouth. of the mouth. What does that feel like? It's like when you do, take saltwater taffy and you do an impression on the own underside of your own teeth, <sighs> but it's plaque quoi. The fright. So they have feet. to do this thing where they eat all these very very spicy things. Now I just realized that fright feet is spelled like this. You were spelling it F E I G H T, or F E F E I T. I was spelling it wrong the whole time. No, is just... it not feet? Like F E? It's F E A T. We can we review the episode? We keep getting off. Well, that's fine. So the fright feet is they call it burn the witch, which I thought was clever. That is good. Time. And the queens have to eat the ghouls, the monsters. How are they referred to? It's called the monsters. ghouls, monsters. The monsters titans. have to eat. The titans have to eat some of the hottest foods in existence. So this is what they eat. I have it listed as the food, and then who taps out at what point? Okay. Spicy Bloody Mary shot. Love it. Cayenne laced jalapeno. That's rude because it looks like a jalapeno, but then you get it's spicier. Scorpion peanuts. That's a snack from a gas station. A tablespoon full of hot sauce. We've done it. And then a wasabi habanero pepper. That might be that might have pushed me because I don't like when anything's so spicy that it fucks with my like nose. When it starts to burn up in my nasal sinuses. When a fire starts to burn. And I think that that's when Yavska and Coco decided to tap out. Tap out. And I love that Coco was very confident, but Coco was like, "It's for the birds. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'll be bald." <laughs> she goes, "No, it's not bad. worth all that." Then a ghost chili pepper. Then out goes Astrid and Hoso because and, they both want to keep their tongues to kiss later. And, and the tapping out is when they go for the milk. Yes. It's basically like whenever you decide you need reinforcement. We, yeah, anytime you want like relief. They couldn't if keep, you want relief, yes. then that's what you're going to do. That's the word do. I was yeah. looking for. They can't like drink the milk and keep going. No. Okay. Like we did when we cheated. Then a whole ghost pepper and Melissa and Victoria tap out. And then they got to the Trinidad Scorpion chocolate with they, oh, and then they went on to the whole Carolina Reaper pepper. Which is like. That's hot. The craziest one. Yeah. And that's I think like it's. like genetically modified to be spicy as hell. It's also nuts that Kendra was like fighting her way. And I'm like, then you fought your way for one more thing and then you tapped out. Like she should have tapped out earlier. I think she still wanted to win. Like I think that she. Something hit. Something in her mind was like, oh, these girls are going to do whatever, and I'm not going to be safe. Okay, so then- um, Then it's just Abora and Erica Clash left, and they do Pepper, Pepper X, X, which whatever that is. And then, because they both eat Pepper X- And all, they both just stand there. Stop dripping yeah, down their face. What's wild is that like I could feel in the room there was a confusion. Because if you looked at the shot, everyone was like looking at the producers, looking at each like, other, looking at like, okay, both so now we, we both win. Can two people be bald? Right. Which I would have thought would have been funny. And then they said, okay. Because at this point. Yeah, then they said, okay, eat uh, another one. At this point, yeah, eat another one. And then at this point, Abora is basically not only in her confessional chair, but also to the room is saying like, 
I have to win this or yeah. else it's me. It's going to be my wig. Because I just came back this week. And it was our wig. <laughs> and Erica is saying, everyone underestimated me. You all don't see me as competition. I have a vendetta and a Boris back. Fuck y'all. I'm winning. Yes. So then the tiebreaker is they bring all the elements of the, the, the uh, every single food item that has been consumed. They put it all on one plate and whoever eats it fastest wins. And then... Erica threw up in her hand, swallowed it back, and kept going. And I so then she won. Was deemed the winner and immediately threw up. And again. then immediately was like, ah! <laughs> and it was slimy. It was. It's because it's that hot. It's the. You know that thing when your mouth gets all wet and you get those MSG tingles? You know what you're, it makes me think of? Do you ever look at the TikToks when the people are like, this is how I make chocolate? Have you ever seen when they crack open the cacao plant and it's like this mucus? Oh, yeah. That's what her vomit looked like. Mm. Okay, so the winner gets the curse of baldness. And Erica immediately, without thinking, no questions <laughs> asked, no thought process, no premeditation. Erica! Just said, Albora, Albora, put it on Albora. Like they barely even gave her the thing and she might as well have just thrown it straight at Albora's. It face. was also like a Harry Potter thing. They gave her a scroll, she unrolled it. Yeah. And the, the curse was like, Scalpatonus baldi baldorama. And it was like, girl, just be like, I got you. Well, they still need to get rid of that kind of camp in there. And she, no, I like the camp. Um, She says, that's for questioning me and my abilities. Why not Victoria? Every. Why not anybody that is more of a challenge? If you know that the target is on Abora's back and everyone's already mad at her, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? Do anything in your power to get rid of someone else that you know is weaker. Every single person was like, should have given it to Victoria. That was stupid. That was nearsighted. But here's the thing. Since when has being bald on Dragula ever hurt anyone's look? Tell it to my heart. Since when is being bald on this show going to be, that's like, none of them were in a wig that was like defining. You couldn't say like, oh, give it to Hoso. Like Hoso was in a hat, so it's not a wig. Because uh, 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 Kendra goes, well, they did say headpiece. Oh, it was going to take that? Oh, right. They did say hair, wig, or headpiece. Which, if did you think about- Did any of them have, none of them really had headpieces. If you think about, well, Hoso had the Hoso, hat. yeah. Er, uh, Eva had the hat. Uh, Melissa had the hat. A lot of them had witches' hats. What was Melissa? <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, and then Kendra, Kendra's like, I was going to be bald anyway. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I was gonna be bald anyway, so whatever. And then fucking Abora was like, "Okay, I guess I'll just be bald. My wigs are shit anyway." Like, Ooh, it, well, she didn't say that. You did. I thought she said that. And then Coco Someone spoke ill of their own wig. Coco says, "Who's that witch, bitch?" And then um, they all mm, dance. No, and then we move forward. And then we move forward. And then Ken, Wait, you know, this was the first moment in the episode where I was like, "Oh, Victoria is here." Because she was the only person not dancing. They know. They're like, we'll keep her around for the art. But she has nothing to contribute to any of the conversation. She literally is thinking about how am I going to apply my prosthetics in a moment. Yeah. So, that not they gave Ken a bunch of close-ups of him rolling his eyes. That's what Ken does best. They're all dancing But around. still no scroll of his name. I want a Chiron. His fucking, fucking titties. Pecs. Kenneth. Ken. Baby Ken. Turn, Ken, come in here. Come sit with us. Do a silicone mold. Turn them hoes into pillows. Sell, Sell it, it on 
And Meatland.bigcartel.com. I'm running a business, Ken. Let's get that cock molded, too. Um, Melissa? Wait. So the next day, they're getting ready for the challenge, and they do the thing where they go around and they talk about it. We're going to talk about all their looks. The two things that Love stood out. watering after Ken's <laughs> Ken. pack. The two things that stood out to me were Kendra saying, I've been cobbling since season two. And then they cut to her. Now, part of this challenge is that you have to create a shoe. And I only think that, like, two or three people actually, actually like, did the work of truly – maybe they used the shoe. Well, I think they used the term cobbling, like, you know, I think it's, like, use the shoe as a base and dress it up. Use it as the doll and But I think pretty. only a few people, like, really fucked with, Astrid. like, the structural Astrid integrity. Astrid took the heel off and, like, yes. put a and fucking Victoria thing on the front. put, like, bones on it. Victoria, no. They, she got bad, bad critiques because all she did was tie bones to it. But other people just – Erica glued candy to a boot with – Visible glue. All right, we're gonna get into we it. We gotta get into it. All right, so the girls are in the 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 cauldron the, or the boudoir the next day. They try their witch's laugh. Kendra says she was gonna be bald anyway. Do you think this like alert alert thing? We're, no, it's happening every episode. They know that we hate it and they just want to torture. But it's it. not worth it. It's anymore. not doing anything. Edit it out. It doesn't make any sense. Cut just it like loose. fade. Just fade. Just fade out to a commercial break or something. And play your marimba song. Yeah, like, do No, I don't. No, 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 no. The show's theme. You know when they, like, go around and they learn about the looks? You know what a marimba is? I don't think I do. In an orchestra, you know the person in the percussion who holds the mallets in between the things of their fingers? Oh, like at Christmas? Yeah, that's a marimba. It's, like, wooden... Over pipes and then the mallets with like the thread, the yarn mallets. I know what you're saying. Someone I please understand. write in and describe a marimba. I know what a marimba. And by writing, I mean call. Okay. Uh, well, let's take a break and then we'll get to the 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 yudges. Be right back. And we're back. The it's oh, you took your. I took the wrists off. I'm in Erica's outfit. I'm a bat. It was a mash. The monster mash. Erica Clash. It was a graveyard bash. Okay. Erica Clash. The Boulet brothers are dressed in the main stage as, what would you describe this? It's sort of like Mad Max. It's very Mad Max. There's like, like skeletons. On the surface of Mars. Like it's alien. It's like tubey. It feels very. Tubey, but also that looks like bones and faces. Yeah. I don't know. I love the look. I think they've. The it's... ponytails, honey. Oh, it's giving Arianti. <laughs> they said. Like, all the time. When 
witches go riding and black cats are seen. The moon laughs and whispers, tis near Halloween. Welcome, my little toads, to our revenge of the witch challenge. Big yawn. Big yawn. And so we're greeted by our return, two return guest judges. Right. Bonnie Ahrens from The Nun. The Witch. Oh, sorry. The Witch and Nun 2, Back in the Habit. What is she's in The Nun? None, your business. None since. She's in The Nun. Okay. She's the titular nun. (laughs) She is that nun. And then Darren Stein is back serving full looks again. Oh, yeah. She's a bail me up, Mama, give me the eye. She's serving. She looks gorge. But Um, she is in The Nun. Yeah, they said that. I thought she was in The Witch. She was in The Witch and The Witch 2 and then The Nun. She's not in The Witch. Back in The Habit. Well, she's a witch in something. (laughs) I think she's a witch in The Nun. And maybe The Nun 2 is happening? Yeah, The Nun 2. It's in pre-production. None too. None. She's also. Oh no, that's the bellkeeper, not the ballkeeper. Riveting content. Bonnie Aaron, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Bonnie, Bonnie Aaron, and Darren Stein of um, Jawbreaker and Gay Best Friend. Oh GBF. yeah, remember that? Yes. So, so the floor show. Tell song, us what happens with the floor show. You got your little tingles. I got my little tingles on the wow, 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 wow. And then they begin singing Shoes. By Kelly. By Kelly, which is, you know, shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes. Let's get some shoes. These shoes roll. These shoes suck. So not really something that you could, like, grade a performance on, I don't think. If you did it well, you know who would eat this but, up? But, but okay, go into... Yes, but... You're told that you have to dress up yes, like a witch. Yes, Bob. Yes, Bob and Monet are great drinkers. <laughs> um, but you have like props, big things, and they're like, okay, you also have to lip sync in this outfit. So you're in 10-inch heels that you're like, well, they work for the look, but they don't work for the lip sync. So you end up stumbling and falling. Tell a story. The words of the song are a spell. Shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes, right? And then the Let's chorus. Let's get some shiz. Yeah. Let's get some shiz. <laughs> and then the chorus. Let's get some shiz. Oh, my God. Shiz. shiz. <laughs> like, do you understand? Like, that's the no, song. No, I get it. No, uh, you know what? Next week. She was a witch. She was a witch. Bro. Next week, I would like to see a fully choreographed witch shoes number for okay. all four minutes of it or however long it is that song has 68 million views on youtube it was and released it is 15, from 15 years ago years ago which would make sense that i was 15 when i did that you were 17 because i'm 30 <laughs> older two. Okay. quit looking at my fucking age on things <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think there's a way to tell the story, but I will agree. Shoes as a narrative for a witch costume is challenging. There's others. They've done other songs that are like not royalty free, but definitely cheap that would be better for something like that. So I don't feel like grading these people on their performances at all. I think that that is a huge misstep. I will judge them them based on on their looks and what they did with their shoes. Yes, but you can't judge Abora for fall. Oh, I am the Abora apologist here. (laughs) 
Melissa B. Fierce is a crinkle face, crinkle face, crinkle face floral witch with flowers on her shoes. What witch is she? <laughs> She's a flower witch. That's what she said she was gonna be. Okay, next. This, okay, next, Abora is a swirly hoop skirt witch with frosted tits and cakes on her shoes. So she had that really cool like swirl design, and then later they showed this thing where she like put two cupcakes down and she took her long pointed tits and they were like frosting bags. Mm. So I feel like it was in the gingerbread like Hansel Can- and Gretel world. Candy witch nonsense. Yeah, candy muse. And amuse. Eva she finally answered a tag. <laughs> Eva Destruction, she really was giving as classic. classic witch as possible. But it was so successful because so successful. it was the fucking thing. It was she was a witch. Yeah. Period. She had the crooked nose. Bonnie Aaron's got a little upset. She said, She had the me, broom. I am the nun. How dare you dress up like a witch? <laughs> I'm not in that movie. I am the nun. I am the nun. How dare you dress up like a witch, bitch. Nun responsive. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Erica Clash. I'm sorry, She's Erica. She's a candy witch. That was bad. You look like... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you look roll like... it back and you start saying that nice to her. <laughs> you look like... She's going to send you that. You made an outfit. Later. You made an outfit out of fly paper. And then you jumped in a bowl of candy and you rolled around in it. Do you agree? No. Remember how we had the conversation it was, it about was better placed. It was better placed. I think that all, she didn't look like she rolled around. It didn't look <laughs> chaotic. They were all in their place. But it wasn't the most interesting thing to look at. To me, there was no story. Yeah, it was like, okay, so you're dressed up, you just have candy on you. But like, what about this makes you a witch? I agree. And how can you, how could we maybe change our makeup a little bit? Well, that's going to give me that fucking. uh, Astrid is a hooved animal witch. So she's giving Lady Gaga, Camp Roanoke, what was that one that she did? Oh, when she went out with Marina Abramovich in the woods? Yeah, she was the witch. And she said, I'm going to sit on this chair in the middle of a lake. No, I don't remember that one. She, I was thinking about an American Horror Pierce. Story that she uh, was like. I have never seen a witch in the woods. A witch in the woods. I liked Astrid's. Astrid's felt like organic and like animalistic, and then she had the hooves, and I thought the all white was cool, feathers and such. But it didn't she feel also that had stuff. Bold. She came with things. There yeah. was props. There was like a plan. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. And Kendra was the the an African inspired witch. Yeah, I uh, with a lot of how feathers, would you describe the bald this? head and purple bumps. The purple bumps. How would you describe this look? Because she talked about the like African fabric, but like saying African is just like very yeah, general. Just, it was. Uh, she had like glitter feathers and like sort of like a feathered ruffle down the pant. I guess it was supposed to be voodoo-y almost. I don't know. It was hard to describe what it was. And it the wasn't, purple I pump think that was sometimes the, 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 oh, the shoe did not match at all. I think that sometimes <laughs> there's like an issue. The heel with looked like, like a, uh, the concept plug. is, is great in theory, but then in execution, it doesn't read 
straight to the audience. Like Justin Simeon was saying, it's like there is part of your job as an artist is to build the bridge. Yes. So like the idea can be strong in itself. And like the idea of the African witch with the feathers and stuff is a great concept and idea. But I don't think that that idea was given to me and shown to me in a way that was successful. And, the and specif- I would agree with that for a lot of these witch looks. And the specificity, like, um, I mean, this is like so nitpicky, but like saying like, oh, an African witch, like Africa is huge, it's a big right? Continent, yeah. And like, remember when Shay did like the Undabele tribe specific, of, overly like, stri- specific, and it was like and because it was so specific, she got to play in that with right. everything from that culture. And regardless of if you knew the reference, it was so specific that it all made sense because it was referential of a thing that you can pull that actually from. exists. Yeah. yeah. Yaska is the can't. Oh, what? Yeah, go ahead. I was yeah, just going to say on. that boot was. That the shoe, shoe was. was a... Okay, what would you have done to the shoe? Girl, anything. She glued two feathers to it. I would have carried that same ruffle that was on the pant down not the edge of the, the heel. I would have not had it been a plat. Like it was like a platform toe. Ma- I think it matched the cloth. The fabric, yeah, the color, the, the color, but maybe incorporate more of the color down into put the glitter, shoe. You glitter, glitter on your all forehead. Over your forehead. Put glitter on the, glitter shoe. on the shoe. Barefoot. I don't know. Do don't something. It. They what? say heel. Make your shoe. Make your foot the heel. Yeah. What have you walked on? Like you yeah. could coat the underside of it with. Like, I don't know. Animal blood. Well, yeah. that's what Yavska did. Okay. Yavska did the candy witch with the teeth on her toes. They ate her up. She got dog walked. <laughs> She did not. This was not. <laughs> to be fair, they kept on complaining about not being able to see her shoe. But when I saw her walking, I saw the shoe. You just got to look forward. Like, you got to look at it. The dress was like when you. The dress is like <laughs> the a dress short was a house behind a short her. dress, and then like a huge like. It was uh, a cot. It was a. It was a like a structured. Yeah, yeah, the dress was a gingerbread house. So the entire front was open. Yeah. You could see the shoe. I think the they shoe. didn't want to see the They didn't want to look shoe. at those shoes. Those shoes were, like, were looking back at you. I couldn't see the shoe because my eyes were closed the whole time. Anytime you turn, anytime we saw the front of that gingerbread house, I don't know. I thought it was fine. It was. It didn't make sense. It was a gingerbread look, and then she was a skeleton, and there was like and a Dia de los ro- Muertos sort of like connection because she had a skull in her hand, and the like peppermint pinwheels. It was. This was a case of like too much was going on. Yeah. I really I, am talking I like I don't here, just wear as t-shirts. As I sit here in like a Halloween costume and no lashes, telling people we're not competing for hundred thousand dollars right now. And if I was, I'd probably win, or at least make second place. And some good TV drama. You would definitely get a whole lot of like meatballs searching for a straw yeah. in the cauldron. Um, I would be. I would be very um, Victoria. Like they'd they'd have me there and they'd want me to talk, but I wouldn't say anything. And they were like, like, well, we're not not keeping her for art. Send me ball. All right. Tell us about Hoso. Uh, Hoso is an animal cat witch. And with, (laughs) she said cat part shoes, but those are rats. It's rat shoes. Mice shoes. Oh, I thought it was cats. No, it's little rats with like the little rat tails. But I thought she was giving cats. Well, she was (laughs) the jellical cat. Angelical cats, angelical cats, jellical cats, jellical cats, jellical cats. What time measure is that? Jellical cats, jellic. It's uh five two three twenty fours. 
It's a two, three time measure. It's one of those good old. Um, and then Victoria comes in as the Nordic well, witch bones on the sheet. Hoso was lit. Hoso. Her lit was her lit was incredible. Her look was incredible. Absolutely. The shoes were really, really cool. The look was especially amazing, and I know it's coming up later, but when she turned and smiled at the camera when they said, who said Yavska, and she went, <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. It was so good. I want that as a gif. What's crazy about Hoso is that she always, I feel like, understands that she's going to be lit dramatically at the floor show and then also not. And so there's always something new to see when they're doing the critique and it's just like easy blanket lighting. Yeah. And then like I'm like, oh, the face is blue. Oh, there's more detail in the makeup. She thinks it through. It's the details. It's what that's what matters at this point. It's Titans. You're all great. But now it's gonna come down to like who can come up with the most small details. And Victoria was sort of like a Nordic witch, sort of like a white, white haired dragon tails. No, sorry. No. Uh Tale of the Dragon. What she was like Game a of Gandalf. Thrones. The gay, yeah, and she she had like a staff, did a staff. and like uh, she had a lot of props, and I appreciate and the she prop had work, bones on her shoes, and she, yes, and I think that she looked um like film ready, like you could put that in a movie, right, motion picture, You'd be like, HD, six year old lady, and you would one hundred percent believe that she was the witch, and so I for that I think that she deserves. Now tell me about Coco's. Coco was in, in an alligator flat boot. Um, Why was it flat? I, and she was doing kind of was, like a gender fuck thing too, because she like painted like facial yes, hair on. It was it was some. It, it was, was like an albino they, alligator. Did they say alligator? She said it when she was making the look. Remember when she was doing the she gr- was, oh, grommets? Oh, yeah, because she had to do the grommets on it. And then the inside of it was lined with tarot cards. Or, or like Lotteria cards. Yeah. Inside this like oversized jumbo, like the kind of foam cowboy hat you get at a baseball game. Or yeah, or football, if you were trying to be like an exaggerated Joanne. Game. You know, you buy the big <laughs> foam hat. This look, Coco, call in and tell us what the fuck was I don't want to hear anything about it. Oh, okay. Um, what did you think of the Boule banter? They were fun this time. They're so fun. Titans is where it's at, honey. Host the show like this. This is the best show. They were like, um, we were pretty disappointed in a lot of looks this week. Let's take it out on the dolls. Like, it was literally like, let's they do were what like, we do best. Let's they were fuck like, with them. Some people are playing checkers. And other people are playing chess. They were not happy with Erica. Um, I mean, who would you have voted for? Or who you would have given it to Victoria, even though I don't think that that would have changed her hair. I think Hoso would probably be the most to lose for not having the headpiece. Or yeah. maybe Yavska, because, it. well, it might have saved Yavska, because it would have taken some stuff away. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely, like, I wouldn't have given it to Abora, and I wouldn't have... I wonder how much you know on Drag Race. Ooh, ooh, I'm saying. Oh it. no! I'm just saying it. You know on Drag Race, like at the workstation, you can kind of look around and see what people have on their shelves. That isn't the case on Dragula. They like bring their clothes in and out. So I wonder if they're all staying in a big house. How much they're seeing of other people's looks. How much people are keeping secret. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have given the curse of baldness to Victoria just because I felt like she was. 
um, it the most capable. Her because without that hair, I'm not really sure what the whole look would have been. She involved. also doesn't plan. I mean, she doesn't like improvise. Like everything is like a planned prosthetic oh, yeah. for her. So the idea of like, oh, bitch, your whole thing has shifted. That really could have thrown her off her balance. And I don't think she's a person that works well under pressure like that. Yeah. I also think, though, if you wanted Yasuka to go home, this would have done this it. This would have done it. Because she Because it really would have been all fucking on. shoe. She almost looked like a train. Like, that was, like, the caboose of it. Like, she was the... <laughs> I don't know what you mean. She How about the fake yoking? The fake yoking. The fake voguing comment. I'm so into voguing right now. And then they had her on the show, and she said, I'm so into blood right now. Do you yeah, remember that? I remember that. Um, and her and her friend that none of us knew. Kellyanne Conway. What was her friend's name? She was like a Maggie music artist or a DJ or something. Yeah, and I kept confusing her with someone else. So just <laughs> amazing entertainment here. Um, I don't think that Astrid was fake voguing, but no, I do think I that agree. I think Astrid was just moving in the way that she moves, which is a little uh, jerky. I think there. I think in the world, uh, how mainstream Vogue culture has gotten through shows like Legendary and through internet content and through Fina how, and the Carly Rae Jepsen video. Shout out to Fina, Come the on, ultimate Fina. Uh, hand that. performance. I and then she did it at the Hollywood Bowl. And the fact that on Drag Race, the dancers are choreographed to go like this. This is not a dance move, everyone. Touch your hands to your shoulders. Well, it is if you're playing head, <laughs> shoulders, knees, and toes. Like, knees this to toe. me is not a dance move. And I hate, I totally agree when the Boulets brought this up of like this, like, fake, like, it isn't the move. I thought what Astrid was doing was sort of like inspired by cunty movement, but it felt very unique to her. But some of the other footage of people they showed felt like. I'm learning this dance move, and I agree with them that Titans is not the place to show a newly acquired dancing skill. Yes. I also do agree with my previous statement that Titans is not a show where I think that these girls should be lip singing to shoes. Oh, my God. Um... Coco is messy in the best way. That They love Coco. Coco's messy in the best way. And they also were like, uh, we need to talk to Melissa. Because they said, Melissa, you stay out on the stage. We need you to hear these judges' critiques. We also need to let you know, baby. Leave those Take this at home. fucking thing off your goddamn <laughs> fucking face, Melissa. We did not bring you here to do comedy. Exactly. We brought you here to do dark beauty. beauty. <laughs> So you bust out that fucking lash glue and those eyelashes. You stick them on. I want to see eyeliner on. That's how I feel. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break and then we'll finish. If Vander doesn't have to, I don't have drama. <laughs> we'll be right back. You can see my peppy nippy. We are back, and it's time for the, the judges' critiques. Please do remember that drag is art, and art is subjective, and blah, blah, blah. So who's safe? Safe. Coco, <laughs> Erica, Abora, and Astrid. Oh! What? <sighs> it's just like two-fourths of the love quad, quad <laughs> square. The hexagon. There. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, right. Cringe, you go. <laughs> 
Crenshaw's review. You go. Okay, okay. So Kendra is basically told her head looks good. They sort of like the rest of it. They they loved her look from head to ankle. They hated the boot. They or the the not the boot. The boot. The shoe was a boot. And the not shoe in a good is way. a boot. And uh, they loved her performance, but they were like, "Your look wasn't specific enough." Hoso got rave reviews. They said it was surprising. They loved the bubble wand. It told a story. And she knew the song really well, which is crazy because 15 years ago, she wasn't alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yavska, they said the costume was sort of meh. It was right in the middle, but the performance was really bad. And they said it I was like agree. a Tuesday night tip spot performance with the body movements. And when you have to break down to give someone a critique and say, your body movements... Were a Tuesday night. Like your body movement. That's literally the worst thing I could ever. You're not saying like, hey, you weren't giving enough emotion in your performance. Like you're going all the way back to say like the The way way your body moves. Your body. The Tuesday night, baby. But there are girls that make whole careers off of that. Kind of being weird when they. Who who are you talking about? Why is Mary Cherry texting me? Don't do all that. Okay. Eva, they loved her. She ate this up. Um, the performance was detailed. The look was really great. Um, they did say that like the the witch was a maybe too classic, maybe too uh too on the crooked nose, as they would say. But they did love it. And of course she performed the house down boots because it's Eva destruction and that's what she does. She can eat. Now Victoria, they say that the look was fashionable and amazing, but her performance wasn't wasn't as focused as the other one. They said there were too many props, so she was like all over the place. She sort of drowned herself in props, yeah. But like as a prop girl, sometimes that's uh, that happens. And, and they got Abora, it. They they love the. This is what I love. They show the floor show, and everyone looks like amazing. And you're like, wow, how are they going to choose? And then when they start the judging, they reveal everything through the B roll. So they showed Abora like slipping, slipping and, falling. and falling. They showed um, Victoria, but that's like fumbling with all the. Well, no, you're in Abora vault. I'm still. I don't, you know what? I'll take it. Hate me. I don't care. Hate me. She's um, great. And then Melissa, they were like, okay, this is a brand new witch. Maybe there's references, but like, who is this witch? And ultimately the Boulets are like, Melissa, you're safe, but you're out here because we want you to know, don't keep doing this. Learn from this. They gave her her Tyra moment. They said, just do you, girl. Don't do what you think we want you to do. Because it was interesting to see her do full comedy, and Melissa has grown so much from her season. Right. But I didn't. I didn't think that that was. I mean, it didn't make sense as a witch to me, a botanical witch. It wasn't a witch. It was like a nymph or an elf with like a weird prosthetic face. Oh, so your people, nymphs, elves, and hobbit. Mary Cherry has now sent me six messages in the last. She probably wants to come to Texas. Well, we got to finish. She wants to come on this pod. So the winner, of course, is Eva Destruction. Congratulations, Miss Eva. You get $1,000 for new shoes from Fierce Queen, which I would say, go get your shoes at Fierce Queen. They're very reasonably priced. (laughs) Reasonably priced. And they come in big sizes. And Eva says that she's leaving the stage. She says, so my size 14 uh, shoes, thank you. Yes. And you can get about 10 pairs of shoes. Oh, for 1000 bucks. Maybe five. 
Go ahead. We love that. Yeah. So in the bottom are Kendra and Yavska. And what I thought was crazy is the Boulets send them back to the cauldron. But oh, they yeah, didn't but say they anything didn't say, about like, voting. go vote or anything. So I was like, which is What's why going I'm on? very confused again because it's like, so now the voting didn't work out the way you wanted it to the first time. So now we're just not doing it anymore. So they're just going to vote whenever they want. That's what I'm saying. I don't have any trust in like this actually being fair. There's nothing that's set up to make me believe that any decision is final, which is fine. They like to live that way. They've kicked all of these girls off every other season and they brought them back. So it's like, they like to keep them coming. I guess. Kendra goes back there and she's like, well, Yavska's going home, right, everyone? Oh, just read it out out loud for everybody. She was like, she's done. And Meatball, I want to confirm, you are right. There's served vodka in the back, but it is only. Alaska, Monet, and Trixie. Yes. Who I think are all friends with the Which is regular flavors. Monet has said out loud that she's never watched an episode of Dragula. She does not like the challenges. Well, whatever. She's green apple, sour apple, sour, green, sour apple. apple. Trixie Alaska's is regular, and Trixie is cotton candy or whatever. It's pink lemonade. Okay, slay. Really missing an opportunity with that blood orange. It just blood, blood. Orange. Oh, look how fucking orange you look. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. This, I thought, was a gag. Melissa, in her prosthetic, goes, let me just hold these two shoes up. So she holds up Kendra's shoe. How did she get them off their feet? And Yavska's shoe, because the challenge was about making a shoe, and she's literally like, which one? And everyone's like, well, Yavska's. And then she was like, but also the performance. So which one? And they're like, well, Kendra ate the performance. Kendra ate the performance. She eats every performance. Um... Tell me what happened with Abora. I don't know. I had to watch it twice, and I still don't know where it came from. She just started smiling at the camera. And then she smiles at the camera. She (laughs) wanders over to the other side of the room, and somehow, like, no one cleaned up. There's a vote sitting there from last week's elimination planted by a producer. It says Yavska's name on it. The minute they opened that and it said Yavska, I know Yavska knew I'm going home. Oh, the yeah. only reason they would have brought that drama up was to try to wrap it in a little bow right at the end. Because it was so unnecessary. And I think that they, I wish Hoso would have said, no, I didn't do it. Well, so y- Abora goes, oh my God, I found this thing. Yavska wasn't in the bottom last week, which means whoever voted for her was being shady. So... Who, Who could it be? And everyone's pointing fingers, and eventually Hoso says, After me. smiling and winking at the camera, <laughs> she goes, all right, I'll tell him. It was me. And she had a very good reason. She said, I it's love a lie. Abora, Yeah. She was I like, I didn't want to vote for either of the two of them. I knew that you weren't going to be in the bottom, so I just threw your name. I just eeny, meeny, miny, moe, and it happened to be you. Yeah. At this point, the favoritism that is being shown to Abora. I, mean, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. She is a competitor on this show, and she didn't go home in the first episode. It's her season to lose, in my opinion. They're handing it to her on a fucking silver platter. So if this bitch is not in the top or she doesn't win Titans, we're going to have a problem. Hoso and Astrid start cuddling up on the couch, though, and I'm like, what is happening? And Astrid's like, yeah, I'll never forget pouring hot wax down your ass. And she goes, I don't even remember that. 
Hey, how can you forget? <laughs> I was like, what? And Abora's just standing there from across the room, be, like watching. It's like, what are we doing? Hoso, you got that magic puss? What is oh, going on? Oh, you don't follow the ins- or the Twitter? I mean, everyone is in love with Hoso. I think I might be too. Oh my God. Hoso might be my new She's a lovely gal. We've had her on the pod. She is only 12. <laughs> so there's that. I, I mean, what a random thing. Remember with that hot wax pouring down your ass. What is going on? Someone's about can to go you, Can one of y'all call in and tell us about the hot wax? I want to know. Did it dry and then you peeled, peeled it, off it off and it pulled all the hair out of your booty? Were you just waxing each other? That's like booty wax. Booty wax! <laughs> okay, Eva gives the Bora pep talk. You're yeah. your own worst enemy, which is great to hear. Yeah, Eva pulls her aside and she's like, stop paying attention to those who are talking about booty wax. Start, get your head in the game. You are your own worst enemy. Goodbye. Eva really knows how to put it down on these bitches. Um, and then my favorite moment at the end, Kendra, misconfidence. Kendra's telling the Yavska, hey, remember, tuck and then roll. <laughs> when, they, when they throw you down the trap door, just tuck all your limbs in and then you roll to the side. It's so funny. Wait, now, remember what they said? They were like, you have to ascend the special staircase. Oh, yeah. What do they call the, the stairs? Something, something. It's all alliteration. Oh, yeah. Double, double toil and trouble. One unlucky witch is in serious trouble. And then they drop Yavska. Yavska! <laughs> <laughs> but this time it was the tall one that said it. Who knows? Nine Titans remain. Again. <laughs> well, there we did it. We reviewed the episode. I liked this episode. I will say I would be more of a fan if the rules were a little more set in stone. Because then you kind of know how to play. Yeah, I love the, the first were like, episode. And then this some one of you are like, playing chess. Others of you are playing checkers. And I'm like, what the fuck game are you playing? Yeah, because... They're not because now they're You're not getting the to rules. vote each other out. So then there is no game to play anymore. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I hear one of these girls walks out because they're tired of the drama. I can't wait. If there is ever an all star season where someone doesn't walk out in protest, it's not worth watching. I agree with that. Okay. Well, well remember, please remember to call in and tell us which of the girls you think is wearing a hairpiece. <laughs> also, remember, our recaps are now coming out on Fridays and our guest episodes are happening on Tuesdays for the duration of Titans. So get into it, Ma. Thank you so much for listening to... Spooky second. Goodbye, fuggalies. You all smell like shit. <laughs> Disgusting. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.